you know, it'll be a work in progress. Um, just going into a second year. Um, but he's gotten better and better. And the read and react is, is by far where I've seen the biggest improvement. Uh, last year, I thought it was wait and let it come to you. And now he's seeing things. He's just triggering and he's, he's going to tackle the ball. And uh, we know he's got the physical traits to be a special player in this league. And he's just got to continue to uh, to get the reps and put in the work. Cliff Kingsbury on Saturday when asked a question, how regular season ready is Zayvon Collins going into year two? Uh, here to talk Cardinals football with us, former NFL player, NFL analyst, our own uh, Lorenzo Alexander, checking in here on Bickley and Murata Morning. Zoe, what's up, man? I'm doing great this morning. How you guys doing? Doing good. I'll ask you the same question from what you saw this preseason. How regular season ready is Zayvon Collins in your mind? I mean, I, he's gotten better. And, you know, I don't want to put a damper on him. I know the young man has been working and stuff. Um, I've had a chance to go out there several times throughout um, training camp and just watch them practice and, and watch him flow. So I definitely think he's better as far as understanding. You know, just, you know, I'm a stickler. I'm a linebacker. And so I'm, I'm probably extremely biased. But just the hand use and just being violent once he gets there and getting off blocks, I still think he needs to continue to work on that. Sometimes I think he may be overthinking and he. He's not as uh, fluid and athletic as he can be because we've all seen it. And so I, I still think he's, you know, he's just still, still in that growth process of developing as a, as a linebacker for whatever reason. He hasn't transcended as quickly as we wanted to. And so um, hopefully that, that continues to happen throughout the season. And by the end of it, they're, you know, obviously in contention as a team and, and he's playing much better as the season progresses. Would it shock you if week one against Kansas City, the Cardinals inside linebacker, to start things out were Nick Vigil and Tanner Vallejo. How shocking would that be to you? Um, it wouldn't be that shocking um, because, you know, I, I guess in a way it would be because you invested a lot of money in the first round pick. That would be shocking, but if you just take the football sense and how guys are playing and, and how productive you are, that it wouldn't shock me uh, from that perspective. Because um, I think Zayman just has a lot to, to still grow and be confident, and, I, and I'm not quite sure, and obviously I'm not in the, in the locker room and going over stuff, how sure he is of where he needs to be and how he needs to get there and sometimes that can cost you, you know, plays. And at the end of the day, coaches are always worried about, you know, who can I trust, who I know is going to be the most productive. But it's, it's a balancing act, right, between mm-hmm. that high pick and then going with guys that you know are able to do it at a high level. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a little concerned. I, I've not seen a linebacker of his size come in and initiate contact with his shoulders as much as he does, which is which has sort of gotten him swallowed up by a lot of blocks so far this preseason. Why is why is he? doing that as a technique. We just had a little technical problems. I'm going to call him on the phone. Oh, okay. Um, so talk amongst yourselves for a second here. All right. Um, going back to what I asked um, Zoe about uh, the, the starting inside linebackers, not at all shocked if it's mm-hmm. Vallejo yeah. and uh, well, Nick Vigil. So you, so, okay, so you're thinking Isaiah Simmons would start in the secondary or not at all? Well, he's going to be that star backer, so um, okay, you know, it, so he's going to be somewhere a, on the it's field. It's a different okay. delineation, okay. basically. And, and Wolf talked about this yeah. on the preseason game. With that alignment, you're basically running a four-two-five. Yeah, that's true. That's kind if, of what if you're Isaiah doing. Isaiah Simmons has practiced as much as he has with the safeties. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't Arizona State try that defense once to disastrous results? Yes, yes, that's what I thought. And now uh, Lorenzo Alexander joining us on the. Uh, all right, so line. as I was saying, uh, when you take a look at, at Zayvon Collins and, and, and just some of his flawed technique, 
What, dial out and look at the defense because it seems like the Cardinals are hoping in a lot of places. What, what's your level of concern overall about about the talent level on defense? Um, I mean, you, you don't have an all-pro in every position, right? I know that's what all of us always want. You know, fans really want that, and that's not that's not realistic. Um, I mean, you can look around and see some of them, like those AFC West teams, and like, man, well, they got it. But, you know, generally speaking, you have, you know, four or five really good players, and then everybody else kind of fits. They can obviously play at the NFL level, but collectively you become greater than the sum of your parts by the way you execute, the way the way you communicate, the way you run to the ball, the way you tackle, um, and just, you know, a certain will. And so you talk about chemistry, all those things come together, and you can have a really good defense, even if you look at the guys are like, man, I don't know if he can play or not. Mm-hmm. And then it also allows those certain guys – to definitely develop as the season goes on because you get into a good rhythm, a good vibe, and you have a good culture within that defense as far as working on the fundamentals. And so I look at their spots. I mean, I, I like the guys up front, and I like the tackles that they have. They push the pocket. I like Dennis Gardeck. You know, ho- hopefully Marcus gets healthy and they can come off the edge. Um, I, obviously, Buddha and, and what they bring on the back end with Jalen Thompson. I'm a huge fan of his and how he plays when he's in the box as well and on the back end. And so I think they have – the components to do it, it's all about what is their standard, how do they run to the ball, how do they, you know, you know, uh, play together to become greater than what we may see them on paper. And so um, that's going to be the telltale sign. Do they have the ability to do it? I think so. But obviously we all kind of waiting to see what that's going to look like. And I think going back to your, your question about Zayden before we had that issue, um, it, it, for me it comes down to, to, to a couple of things. It comes down to coaching a lot of times. And, you know, there's all different grades of coaching. I'm talking about position coaches here as far as what are you teaching your guys in order to be successful. Some guys are just great X and O guys. I can explain it to you. Some guys are also great technicians where I can also show you how to do what I'm telling you to do. And so there may be a little bit of disconnect there as far as, you know, how do I use my hands and get off? How do I be violent? How do, how, what do, I, how do I train my eyes? You know, am I, is he experiencing those type of drills? every single day to really help him be the best version of himself when he steps out there on, on the, um, the field to be productive, to uh, allow his athleticism and his size to really be um, come alive in, in a way that we know it can because we've seen it. We've seen glimpses. It's just not consistent. Yeah. So that, just, that talks to me about fundamentals and really understanding and not having that, that rep work and, and foundation to really rely on so you don't have to think as much about it. It just comes natural to you. Lorenzo Alexander, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. I want to ask you about a long shot. Um, Manny Jones is a guy, undrafted defensive lineman out of Colorado State. Played a lot in the preseason, 104 snaps in three games, and put up big numbers. He had 10 tackles, four tackles for loss of quarterback sack. Bick and I were talking about yeah. it. That's exactly what you want a guy who's battling for a roster spot to do in the preseason. Uh, right. In reality, though, how, how good do you think his chances are of making the team? Um, you, you just never know. It's, it's all about how roster construction goes and how many tackles you want to keep. Is your position heavy or not? And you, you always want to tell players, don't think about that. That's, that's out of control. He's done his job. And at the very least, he's under a, a roster spot on, on, on the practice squad, at least getting guys ready. And if some other guys around the league, we used to always say, man, you, you're always putting your resume out there. And by him going out there, being productive, 
uh, is going to give him um, a, a great chance of being picked up when somebody when guys go down, or definitely obviously being able to stay here to help this team get prepared since he's familiar. And then if somebody goes down again on the defensive line to be able to step into that spot. And at least people know, okay, well, he, he's made some plays. He's been productive. We can trust him to go put him out there. There have been some coaches in this preseason. Cliff Kingsbury is one of them who doesn't want to expose any starters to preseason football. And there's guys yeah. like Bill Belichick and Andy Reid, two of the smartest coaches in the business, who still believe that these reps matter. Where are you at, at on the importance of preseason reps for individual players? Uh, yeah, I think I am. And, and I was a guy that was undrafted, right? So I had a mentality that I needed to be out there. Um, and so I had to uh, so be aware of that. And so I think I'm kind of in the midpoint. I, I needed – I wasn't good enough to where I could just show up on week one and be game ready as far as how fast the game is moving, some of the moves I wanted to work. Some things you just can't do in practice because it isn't live. It isn't full goal. I don't know if I can make this play because I, I bent the corner, but it looks like I can say, oh, I made that, Coach. Well, did you really make that play? And so preseason gave me the ability to, to bend corners, extend, try some things to say, okay, I, I'm in position to make tackles and then have the film to kind of back it up. So for me, it gave me confidence. Now, some of these guys that are uber-talented, that are off the charts, some of the quarterbacks, some of the running backs, defensive linemen, they don't, they don't really need it. I mean, they're just great players, uber players, and, but I do think young guys need to take some reps a little bit just to expose themselves to some real-life contact, and you always are constantly balancing you know, the risk-reward to that. And, um, and for me, I thought it was worth the risk to go out there um, for me to be the best version of myself when it came game time and, and, and things were alive and they counted. Zoe, good stuff. Thanks for joining us this Thank morning. You, we'll talk again soon.